My name is Kate the Socialite and you're listening to episode 68 of The Kate Show. Today we're diving into two of the best email newsletters I've ever created and I know that I've got a lot of customers and clients who listen to this podcast so you might actually recognize these newsletters because they are available to you in your membership over at socialitevault.com but I wanted to pull them out into the open today because They have existed for several years now, and they are still some of the most impactful and effective email newsletters I've ever created. So let me share with you why. Today we're going to dissect two of them. We're going to break it down so that you guys know how it works and how you can use something like this for your own business, whether you use my newsletters or create your own. So marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Guys, I spilled wine on her white sofa and she laughed. That was a subject line of one of my most successful email newsletters. My customers use that to introduce their clients to the wonderful joys of Krypton fabric, which results in custom furniture and reupholstery projects. And it can also result in entire room or entire home redos because as we all know, when you get your foot in the door with one project, if that client likes your work, they're always like, well, hey, can you look at the kitchen or let's go take a look at the bathroom. Now with this certain newsletter, open rates went through the roof any time it was sent out from one of my clients' inboxes. It did not matter how big or small their mailing list was, it just worked. And two years later, that newsletter is still one of the most popular. So I'm going to share the contents of this newsletter with you. I do have an actual preview of it in the show notes if you'd like to get a visual. And we're gonna break it down. First of all, here is what that newsletter says. Krypton fabric, wine, coffee, mud, this fabric can handle it all. Whether you've been dreaming of a white sofa, but afraid of the potential stains, or longing for a fresh patterned rug, but fearful the kids and pets will ruin it, look no further than Krypton fabric. As home professionals, we've used stain resistant fabrics extensively, and we can attest to Krypton's durability. Yes, the fabric lasts. Yes, it looks like beautiful designer fabric, because it is. But most of all, yes, you can spill coffee or wine on a white sofa and not have a heart attack. Krypton has years of beautiful, reliable durability. But you might be asking, if this fabric resists stains, is it full of chemicals? So glad you asked. Krypton totes a Green Guard Gold certification, which means it doesn't have a chemical smell or heavy off-gassing. Even chemically sensitive people are able to enjoy Krypton without a problem. Krypton is also available in designer patterns and solid colors to match any aesthetic in your home. It comes in a wide variety, but what doesn't vary, however, is the durability of the fabric. When selecting custom furniture for our clients, we prefer to upholster each new piece with carefully curated Krypton. Additionally, we suggest using Krypton when upholstering existing furniture. It's a fun way to breathe new life into a much-loved family heirloom. 
But wait, there is still one more thing, and we know you guys care about this one most of all. It is stain and liquid resistant every time. We've said it a few times already, but do you believe it yet? The image above shows what happens when the fabric meets a spill. And for you guys who can't see this, it literally shows water and coffee being poured onto Krypton fabric. Nothing happens. The liquid beads up and can be wiped away with a damp cloth. Take that, busy toddlers and rambunctious pets. Now, guys, that's the bulk of that newsletter, and there are images in it to break it up so it's not all just text, but this presents such a good real-life situation with a good catching headline, a really good subject line that gets people to open it, and the call to action is let us know if you need Krypton. Because at this point, anyone who reads it and who has children or pets or maybe they're just messy, they know they need it. You don't have to deliberately say to them, you need this. They've already been painted the picture of how it would benefit their lives. So now let's talk about the three big reasons why this newsletter is just so effective. Number one, the language is conversational and it addresses concerns that any homeowner would have when they're getting ready to get new custom furniture or reupholster from choosing colors and patterns to making sure it's actually durable so they don't have to update again in a few years. Number two, the text further ascribes Krypton's benefits to real life situations, kids, pets, coffee, or wine spills. This helps the reader envision and really get the feeling that comes with knowing they can wipe off their upholstery instead of freaking out. That's huge. Number three, the newsletter as a whole presents a need for Krypton, like I said, without actually saying buy now or spring sale on stain resistant upholstery fabric because neither of those tactics would have worked. Readers need a story, something that gives the service or product that you're selling relevant context. And from there, they realize their own need for it. And quite honestly, there's no one more willing to invest than a customer who just came to her own realization that she needs whatever you're selling. No amount of smooth sales talk could even come close to getting a result like that. One that becomes a belief and a need in your customer more than just a want or a desire. And now is the perfect time for us to talk about the opposite of this email newsletter. Let's talk about things that don't work. Let's talk about what each newsletter should have. Now that you've seen or heard a real life example of an email newsletter that consistently works well for years and years. It won't surprise a lot of you when I say the fastest way to make your email marketing fall flat is to only contact your mailing list when you have a sale or to bombard them with your travel journal or to send family updates. And if you make your newsletters too long or too sporadic, you know that won't work either. But successful email marketing, meaning the kind that brings you new clients and new projects, is concise, consistent, and careful. So each newsletter that you send out should include the following. It should include a subject line that tells a story, like the example I showed you, or it could ask a question, it could provide a how-to, or it could indicate there's a list, like three ways to brighten your kitchen, or 
our 10 top tips for staging the kitchen, whatever you are offering. And then you also need to include three or four high quality images and no more than 400 words total. You should also include a picture of yourself or your team and a brief little bio about you or your company as a whole. And of course, you also need a call to action that tells readers what to do after they read your newsletter. It could be book a consult or get a quote and make sure that links to the right place, whatever that may be. I have created hundreds of newsletters that fit these parameters. And guys, this formula is so simple, but it works. And the newsletter I just showed you and the one I'm about to show you are really stellar in showcasing what happens when you follow all of these parameters and you just don't. Hey, interior designers, how much time are you currently spending creating floor plans, furniture arrangements, or sourcing product, or creating mood boards? Well, here's the good news. You do not have to keep spending many, many precious hours of your time on these things that you could actually hand off to someone else. Now, I'm not suggesting that you hire an employee or that you add another person to your in-house team because that's not always a good fit for everyone. From a legal and tax standpoint, having an employee can be expensive and it can also be risky, which is why I am really excited to introduce you guys to my friend Brittany Elms of My Design Assistant. So Brittany specializes in virtual assistant services exactly and specifically for interior designers so that you can spend more time growing your business, your brand, and getting the publicity that you deserve without spending hours creating those mood boards or sourcing those products. Because we know these things are very important to your design process, but the good news is it doesn't all have to be done by you. So if you're ready to take your business to the next level and start outsourcing things that you don't necessarily have to have your hands in, go over to mydesignassistant.com, check out Brittany's services, her reviews, and book a time with her online. Head over to mydesignassistant.com to get started. This was the subject line of the other email newsletter I want to share with you that has continued to work incredibly well. It wasn't created about two years ago, maybe about one year ago, but it's on track to being one of our best and most effective newsletters ever. And I'm going to share with you what it says. And again, I have a preview to the visuals in the show notes in case you would like to see exactly what it looks like. And after I give you the rundown, we're going to go over the three reasons that this newsletter works and how you can pull these little grains of truth and use them in your own email marketing. Now this newsletter is all about the power of color in the home and how color affects mood, which is something that stagers and designers especially are very familiar with because I mean, you guys use these techniques and tactics on every single project. So let me read to you exactly what this says. The headline is, the power of color in your home, how color can change the way you feel. And here is what the body of it says. If white on white kitchen sinks and full out kitchens make you feel like taking a deep breath of fresh air, or if you felt the serenity of light blues and grays, you've experienced the overwhelming power that color has on your emotional and physiological states. In fact, 
It isn't merely the color itself that our brains interpret as mood invoking, but also the shade, pattern, and depth of that color. Example given, a bright red alerts us to danger and puts us on edge, while a deep burgundy can make us feel warm, passionate, and elegant. Additionally, small repetitive patterns can make us feel regimented, while large flowing patterns bring out our artistic sides. That said, it begs the question, is your home making you moody? While you might laugh at this idea, give it a chance. If your living room is a drab beige and you often find yourself listless or unhappy when in that room, you can bet your last can of paint that there's a connection. Certain colors can multiply or muffle light and can even appear as various shades of that color throughout the day, depending on how much sunlight that room receives and its proximity to other colors. Basically, colors are complicated and color choices are by far the most stressful decisions that must be made during any home improvement project. If you've hit a wall in your personal life, you need to consider the physical walls around you and the colors therein. Are they enhancing the positive qualities of your life, thankfulness, love, abundance, or are they muting your individual voice? We find the latter to be true nearly every time you buy a new home and in essence take on the mood slash color palette of the previous owner. Not all vibes are worth sharing and that's why fabric, furniture, and paint colors must be matched to your current chapter in life. You aren't who you once were and that's a good thing. As you grow and evolve your personality, your family dynamic, or your skill set, it's important for your home environment to evolve at the same rate. When it doesn't, you'll feel it. Restlessness, irritability, and an inability to relax or to be yourself are all symptoms of a mismatched environment. You can't always remove the people or situations from your life that cause disharmony, but you do have control over your home. Make sure it's a sanctuary that fills you up rather than depletes you. If your walls and ceilings have been their current color for more than a decade, if your window treatments and furniture have boasted the same palette since you moved in, or if your carpeting makes you cringe and you're unsure of its original color, let's be honest, let's talk. Your individualized color consultation is a phone call away. Call or reply to this email to book your in-home consult. So that is the text of one of my most popular email newsletters and it's still available right now. People are still using it to sell their color consults whether they are designers or stagers or workrooms because it does so many things right and guys I'm not tooting my own horn here. I had no idea this was going to be as successful as it was until so many people started giving me feedback on it and telling me what was happening when they sent it out. So let's go over the three main reasons why this newsletter works. Number one, the tone of it is empathetic and it's emphatic, explaining the science of color while also illustrating its impact on our moods in real life situations. Again, do you see that as kind of being a trend? You have to put your reader in that situation in order for them to really understand why they need whatever you're selling. Number two, the text justifies the emotional needs of your readers. Your readers may have been told that they just need to be happy with their home or they need to get over it or get past it. But this newsletter proves that happiness is impacted by our surroundings, in particular, the color of those surroundings. 
And if you can get your foot in the door with a color consult, you're likely going to book other projects with that client as well. It only takes one need to get you through their door. Number three, ultimately this newsletter is selling color consults, but color consults aren't even mentioned until the very end. And by that point, your client knows what they need. You're telling them something they already know. And the majority of a newsletter focuses on your ideal client, the one who's struggling, and it brings meaning to their situation so that by the time you say, hey, I offer color consults and you need one, they're gonna be like, you know what? You're right, I do. So regardless of the service or the product you want to sell in a newsletter, remember, never directly sell it as though your newsletter is a billboard or an infomercial but make sure you paint the picture for your client so they really get the feeling, the emotional draw towards what you're offering. And whether your ideal client is budget-minded or loves to spend money on new homes or home improvement, each one of them is motivated by emotion far more than by a good deal. Now, if at this point you're like, yes, okay, I need this, I want this, I want to use these things to market my business, well, you're right. You do need these things to market your business but you don't need to go crazy with it. In fact, I recommend only sending newsletters like these once per month because it makes your message far more impactful than something that shows up every week and people just end up deleting without opening. As I mentioned, if you want to get a visual on what on earth do these newsletters look like, how are they formatted, what sort of images are you using, you can head over to the show notes for this episode. And if you want to use these newsletters on your own for your own business, I suggest you head over to socialitevault.com and start a free trial because you can have access to these things right away. You're going to love them and they are going to make a difference in your business. But that said, not everything works for everyone 100% of the time. There are a lot of factors to consider when you're trying to determine if email marketing impact, how effective your email marketing is, include the quality of your mailing list. Now, the size of your mailing list does not impact it as much. I've seen people be successful with 30 people on their mailing list or... 3,000 people on their mailing list. It really just depends on the quality of people you have on there. Are they actually your potential client or are they just family members and colleagues? That's a really big differentiator. And also, have you done work for these people in the past or do they know who you are from something else? Or were you just adding them to your mailing list because you know them? If it's the latter, then they probably won't respond well because you do need to make sure you have people's permission to put them on your list or make sure that they were the ones who initiated contact with you and they either wanted to work with you or they had questions and it was a positive interaction. If it was a negative interaction or if they never had any interaction with you at all, you should not put them on your mailing list. It just won't serve you. Another factor that can really affect how good your email marketing is going is how consistently you're sending out a newsletter. So I recommend once every four weeks or once a month. Some people do it every two weeks, but I have seen a decrease in the open rate and I've seen an increase in people who unsubscribe if you end up doing it every two weeks. So you can certainly test it if that's something you would like, but I do recommend every four weeks. It's kind of the sweet spot because it's not so frequent that it would irritate people, but it's not too infrequent that people would forget who you are. 
So keep these things in mind as you move forward if you are not already using email marketing. And if you are, make sure that you implement these best practices. Make sure the email newsletters you're sending out are consistent, they're being sent to the right type of mailing list, and they really focus on the emotional impact that working with you will bring to your potential client. Because again, people make decisions with their hearts, not so much their heads or their wallets. So until next time, guys, remember, keep everything simple. Marketing is simple. And you also need to make sure you keep your message clear because clear messages always have the biggest impact. And if you need help with email marketing, head over to socialitevault.com. I look Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.